What's going on, guys? It's Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Super stoked. We're going to continue the conversation from last week. And if you did not catch that conversation, I was giving my version of the highlight reel on uh, some of the cryptocurrency stuff, but not, it wasn't exclusive or specific to the type of currency. Um, and we're not going to get into the types of currency in any of that today. We are going to talk a little bit about the evolution and what could come here in the near future from these changes, some of the NFT stuff and uh, creatives and what people are doing. And uh, I'm excited to talk about this because at this time it's, it's part speculation, part what we're already seeing. Um, and hopefully within the next couple of years, we will have uh, some of this either uh, proof of concept kind of deal or, or not. And it just fades away. Um, that's, that's in my opinion, that's kind of the world that we're in now. One could argue, but there's money being invested. Hey, look at how stocks work. Look at how currency works. Look at how value works on items and, uh, how it goes up and then it depreciates. I mean, that's, that's the world we're in. Anyways, that's the topic. And then, uh, Next week, I'll, fi- I'll find something else, and then maybe we'll come back to this at a later date. But uh, with thinking about this a lot <clears throat> and then seeing a lot of different things that kind of influence my thought pattern on this and uh, some of the trends and some of the things, it really started to uh, make more and more sense as far as I'm concerned. Now, I'm not king for a day or ruler of the world, so I don't control it, but it is observations. And one of those observations is, um, you know, I talked about blockchain and how there's going to be a ledger and how we can essentially eliminate to some degree all of the a lot of the financial institutes and all these services and all these things. And one thing I didn't touch on that I wanted to today was if you consider how many creative artists and uh, people that are designing and building things, and selling them, whether it's through a distribution chain through someone else or independently selling them, there's a lot of fees and a lot of things that are buried and hidden within that, within those organizations and those businesses and those um, situations. And if blockchain and the cryptocurrency evolves, in which we know it will, how will that impact the vendors, these creatives. And what I mean by that is like, I I was watching some shit on TikTok. I got it on there. Like these forged and fired type dudes that are building swords and selling them knives and all these things are created in their home. Now, if they take in just, maybe you don't pay enough attention to this, but if you have a credit card service of some type, you're paying, if you're the vendor, you're paying a percentage to that company off of each transaction. Plus if depends on the system, if you have a point of sale system, if you have uh, an e-commerce online system, you're paying, you know, a, a decent amount of money, depending on how much revenue you, that you uh, make within your business back to those guys to where, and this has not been worked out again, There, this is more conceptual in my opinion than anything, but if those services and all that hidden shit was gone and it was asset for for currency, cutting out all of the middlemen. 
you would hope that some of that money would be retained by the creators or, or the people that are producing the products. Right. And as I thought about that, I'm like, you know, that could be a t- uh, pretty, pretty good uh, chunk of money because, you know, if you do a hundred grand in sales a year and you did 2% back to yourself, that's just, you know, that's a couple grand, you know, that's a, that's a nice little something, uh, depending on your service fees with your, uh, credit card provider and everything else, you're talking two to 3% on each transaction plus the service fees for whatever software and a hardware that you have. That's just that. Um, so I, I thought that that was kind of wild, um, to think that and the other, and let me kind of morph this is, moving into the digital. That was another thing that I spoke about with like the NFTs, the non uh, fungible tokens to where it's like, essentially you own this digital piece of art or this digital asset. Um, and it's on the ledger and it's trackable and it's uh, all these things. <clears throat> it really kind of made me start thinking like, what about all these digital photos that are out there? There's millions original art that's only captured in digital format right you never printed it it hasn't been for sale in print because i have tens of thousands many people do of whether it's a family a mountain an eagle uh, this that um some may be more popular than others uh obviously those that share their images that get success on instagram those that have uh other sources to push their their artistic abilities And it's like, that's so wild, though, to think, uh, I guess, in that world. And I think that is probably the most critical aspect with all of this is changing your mindset. If you're if if you're like me, where I often refer to analog physical, not as much into the digital. And when you start thinking about that, it's like it it really starts to make more sense. After I did the last week's podcast, I started thinking about this and I started looking around and uh, for many days since and and with talking with several other people and looking at content online, I'm like, this makes almost too much sense. Um, The scary part to me though, is what happens to all of these sites that use or have utilized certain images that have now been purchased and a hundred percent are owned what happens? Does anything happen? Do they have to pay a fee? Do they have to take it down? What And who regulates it? Who's in charge of ensuring the asset that you own that has been pushed by all these other news, these news outlets or other Instagrammers? Or is it as easy as, yes, you're allowed to share the assets, but you don't own the original? Or do you track it back to the original guy or gal to have and utilize those assets. I I think that's still undetermined at this point. I don't know that there's clarity around that, but it really started to generate a lot of different thoughts about things. And it's like, this is a wild ass time. And it goes even over to the cryptocurrency, essentially doing my uh, podcast last week uh, in reverse is cryptocurrency is the same thing to where it's like, you can literally dump a ton of money into all of these different options and alternatives Um, And it could result in nothing or it could result in you making a significant amount of money as the value increases, as their structure increases, as they get better aligned for what the future could be. And of course, it doesn't 
hurt to have someone like Elon Musk pushing uh, Dogecoin or this person pushing or, or talking on this or collectors coming in. And that would be my other point is collectability and enhancing NFTs is a good example because of scarcity. If there's only one, uh, the human race is, is prone to chase down and, and want the one of one Uh, it's been proven collecting stuff for forever since man was around. If there's one of one, someone wants it and they're willing to pay, then that's what it is. And it just really, it, it, it really is so crazy to think that way because it, as I thought about it, as I looked into different things this last week, as I considered so many, uh, so many different pliable applications in so many different venues and so many different uh, things based around this, it's like, nothing shakes it more than this is, this is real folks. This is where we're heading. Now I still believe the the crypto stuff is getting more mature and is more mature than blockchain. Blockchain is behind it. And then NFTs are behind that as far as development and maturing what it is and it's going to be. And what that means is you got to be careful with investing. You got to be careful with monitoring and, and censoring what that, could look like because if you're investing you're investing in the future of this thing growing financially um blockchain would be the monitoring and the distribution and then of course if you're the creative or or the uh the the person that has the opportunity to exploit this you could save a ton of money i mean so there's so many different benefits and it's such an evolutionary thing it's just so interesting to me um and to consider what this could develop into uh, in the future. And it is, I mean, a lot of this, a lot of pieces of this are already in play. Obviously Bitcoin's in play. Dogecoin is in play. Uh, damn it. The, the name of the other one. Um, oh, damn it. It just, it just ran away from me there. Um, the currency's in play. Blockchains are being built and are, and are, and are being utilized, um, to some degree, uh, as far as the consumers and the creatives, people are finding better ways to distribute goods and assets or, or building assets for people, whether it is an NFT or a digital imprint. A Let me see something. A video I watched recently on NFTs. Well, let me rephrase it. A video I watched. Let me see if I've got this person's information up here. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. Let me just find the user. Anyways, this individual is an artist. Uh, she did a bunch of free paintings for people, and her audience would grow both on YouTube and everywhere else, and her popularity grew, grew, and grew. There it is. Ali Spag- uh, Spagol- Spagnola, so A-L-I-S-P-A-G-O-N, or uh, S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. Check it out on YouTube. So she has this really cool art project she's been doing for many years. Someone actually donated a Bitcoin to her. So she sends and does free paintings for you, but she, you know, you can donate money to her, right? Kind of a Patreon style. It's like, Hey, I'll do this painting. I'll do your request. I'll even send you the painting. Obviously we appreciate some kind of donation for what you think it's worth. So we can keep doing this. And she's been doing it a long time. She's a really cool video where she talks about her growth. And currently she has a collection. Of, I'm going to get the number wrong, but 
she's done something like 2,098 paintings and sent them all out to people for air quote free because technically it is. And she created this incredible piece, digital piece of art that has encapsulated those 20, those 20 or 2,093 or 98 paintings. It's an extremely high definition picture to where you get the big photo and then you can actually zoom in and get magnificent HD detail on each one. Long story short, she's trying to get enough popularity here to, to where someone will purchase this collection of images, which is one image, but it's a collection of the 2093 items that she's done for these people uh, for something I think it's like $500,000, which is incredible. I mean, like to me, and she's like, hey, you know, if we can get this money together, I'm going to just keep doing this. If not, I don't know that I can afford to continue. Um, not as a threat thing, but as like, hey, this is what this is developed into. It's pretty cool, but, you know, it's time to evolve a little bit. And it's a highly enjoyable video. She put together a lot of cool points, a lot. It's just an incredible story. And, and as you think about that, and as you think about her story, and as she discusses it from a creator standpoint, it's pretty amazing to think that somebody could own the rights, not to the images themselves, but to the one image with all of the images within it, and yet doesn't own a single painting. However, could utilize that image for anything they want online. And I, I'm assuming if you own the online rights, you could get it printed. I don't know. Again, the, the rules on NFTs are uh, not sanctioned. I don't I, I don't believe they're sanctioned. I haven't seen anything. I've seen a lot of speculation and a lot of this and a lot of that. Um, but it's, it's crazy to consider that. And, it, and it's also crazy to consider a couple of other things, right? So um, it's like uh, the Culture Jack podcast. What if we did an exclusive event and we wanted to NFT a bunch of tickets and at random, one of the tickets could be, you know, you get a free live show every year with uh, Dustin and I. That's the NFT. That's the, that's what you get for life. Or you could do that because, again, that ticket is on your ledger, is on the public ledger for everyone, but you are posted to it and linked to it essentially forever, which is still a wild-ass concept. But nonetheless, think about that, though. There's so many different leverage points from a consumer and from the vendor or or the folks that send it. And there's... I watched and read so many different articles of where and what people want to do with this concept and idea, but nonetheless, it's an incredible concept. Now, concept is the key with NFTs, in my opinion. It's so early that I would be hesitant to invest or to try to go outright and buy things until something is is built around it to where we understand what the value could be in the future. So you don't end up, you know, taking out your 401k or selling your house to go buy this thing that you think is going to be worth 10 times the value in six months. Uh, everybody wants that. Everybody wants a 10 X, any kind of money invested. Um, however, like cryptocurrency, cryptocurrencies evolved enough to where there's some securities there that we know that it's real. It's tangible. There's money's being put back in. Okay. Uh, blockchain, a little bit behind it, but it's getting there. NFTs are so new. Yes, people have put money in. Like I said in the last podcast, $77 million for a painting, hundreds of thousands for this painting, 500,000, 50,000, 90,000 um, for this, for that, for this. 
And it's crazy, but it's not. I mean, think about this, the digital. So like I was saying about culture, Jack, it's like if someone wanted to buy um, a clip uh, from culture, Jack, I don't know what they would do with it, but nonetheless, they could, if we were to put it to sale and we put it into an NFT of some sort, we could sell it if someone wanted it. And then they own, they own it. I mean, it would be on the ledger. They own, you know, culture, Jack, blah, blah, blah. Here's the clip of Dustin saying this, or of me saying this or what have you. It's just Part of me thinks it's crazy. <clears throat> the other part doesn't. I mean, it really doesn't. It's the natural trade. I still feel like it's the natural evolution of technology. And as uh, he, mankind's uh, evolution with technology is we're trying to find better ways. We're trying to find more effective ways. We're trying to find ways to save money, to spend money. To become the guy that has, I own X or I own Y. Um, but there's so many different flip sides to this coin. And there's so many different variations and different directions and things that you can go and to put the hat on and to consider what could this mean for a creative person? What could this mean for a larger organization? What could this mean to me as an investor? It is a crazy thing to think about and consider, and it's exciting. I, and that is the thing that probably scares me personally the most, at least with friends, family, and myself, is it is exciting. It's exciting every aspect of it. It's exciting. NFTs are exciting. Cryptocurrencies become extremely exciting. But with that comes hype. It comes bad news, good news, fake news. and you have to consider that because I truly do believe that at this point in time, we're, we're at a technological advancement and change digital change. I should say um, that far exceeds an organization that uh, exceeds a lot of things that this is going to be very similar to a global enhancement on how we procure exchange monitor, invest in digital assets. And it's it's pretty wild. It really is. And as mentioned in many, 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 many past ep episodes, yes, I, I have invested thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in the stock market. I've done this and I've done that. But it's not about me. It's about what is happening and what you're doing. Um, most recently, as most of you know, I've invested some money, like I've said, into comic books because comic books were, were jumping. But just like that, I also bought some shits, so, some that I overpaid for that I'll never get the money back out of. Um, and it was a bad bet. And we're going to see that and you're going to see that through the years. But we will also get the pleasure, the luxury of seeing how does this evolve? How does this equate? What, what does it shake out to? Is it? You know, we're going to see some of that HD DVD by Toshiba versus the Sony Blu-ray. And that's okay. That's that's the business. We're going to see some of those early online pay pay sites that get merged and built together. And we're going to see some that just go away forever. And that's okay. Um, and it, I believe it'll also go that way for NFTs to where we'll have some kind of certification um, 
company or some kind of review company or something. I don't know. I I really don't know how that's going to shake out, but um, to where it goes there and how you put that on display is it's its own thing too, because the cool thing about the digital thing, if you really think about that is building a digital museum or building a digital art display or building a digital comic shelf or digital sports display that like, Hey, here's my 10 best uh, slam dunks in baseball that I bought. And there it is. Or I own the rights to these five paintings, a Picasso, a this, a that. And these are mine. Like I own the digital versions of the digital rights to them. The only thing that still kind of like, I don't know like how it works when it comes to that though, is, is, is it, is it like, okay, so if you had the digital rights to the image, is it the original? Cause like now some of it can be original if it's uploaded by the artist. Right. So I get that. What I don't get is like, if it's a Picasso and I go and take a picture of a Picasso on a wall and they own the NFT of that Picasso, I don't infringe or it doesn't matter that, I have a, I, to some degree, a, a different picture, but of the same picture. That's where you get a little lost in the NFT thing. And I don't know that that's been uh, flushed out on how that works. Because uh, I have no clue how that part of it works. But I do know that, yes, you would own the original digital print, not the original print itself. So it's, it, man. And and again, I can sit here and just keep pondering and, and, uh, sharing my hypothesis of certain situations and, and whatnot. But I, I just find it to be crazy, especially with, you know, all these different aspects. Like I said, the creatives that don't, that no longer have to pay fees or pay charges or pay uh, certain distribution fees within banking. And I, I think that's incredible. And I think retaining as much money as we can within these smaller, especially smaller organizations is good. And in larger organizations, I'm sure there'll be certain people that have to manage these new systems and processes um, that will manage these. And there's probably going to be applications that help manage these systems and processes. That I'm not saying is going to go away, but some of the financial institute items that are non-value exercises or internal processes in the exchange of financial money and assets, I do think will at some point in the near future be consumed by blockchain and we'll see a large pivot from the way all of everything kind of interacts, whether you want to loan, you want to buy a house, you want to do all these things to where it's like the evolution will allow for that to um, make shit easy and simple and straightforward. You go to buy a house, you don't have 8,000 documents and all this stuff. It's like, no, it's on a ledger. It's flat. You, Anthony, borrowed $1 million from this bank at this rate on the ledger to buy this house. There it is. There's the house. The house was $1 million. That's it. It's simple. It doesn't need 85,000 documents and and exchange of documents every month. He says he'll pay $1,000 a month. There's $1,000. Cut out all the bullshit. You're not getting inflation. You're not getting inflation on an agreed price. You pay the thousand. That's what it is. It doesn't need to have APR added on top or exchanges added on top or transfers added on top. 
pay the thousand bucks. It's in your account, automatically transfers on this day. <clears throat> no bullshit in between. Life's good. Something like that, I think, is just the way it's going to be in the near future. We'll we'll see though. We will see. Some of the some of the crazier stuff, uh, you know, the baseball card thing I mentioned before, I that's that's cool and in basketball too. Um, kind of scary. The other part that <clears throat> poses the question, and you know, baseball cards we can use that or or football or comic books, is as we start transitioning into the digital asset purchasing as as NFTs are or non-fungible token purchasing. Will that rob the physical side of things where you go and buy a comic or where you go and buy cards or where you go and do this thing? Is it going to rob them blind? Because remember that these pools, the people that buy comics, it's not like their funds are going to dramatically increase from any of these activities I just talked about. The amount spent and the interest isn't going to, for the most part, change so if they were spending we'll just use a dollar a day and now they start transitioning into the digital there still is only that dollar a day so is it going to rob and deplete these physical marketplaces um you know what i mean as far as like comics cards art that kind of things that's just a digital representation of what the real thing is but if you don't want to have paintings on your wall, there's no better way than to say, hey, dude, check out uh, Anthony's, uh, the Culture Jacked Art Gallery, bro. We own all those NFTs, and we make a really cool, badass website, and there it is, instead of going to my house where I don't have any fucking paintings on the wall. So that is one of the concerns, and one of the things that I do think we need to understand, because it could push the market uh, in different directions. In in some cases, it could be the death to retail, the de- the death to uh, blocking you know your brick and mortars, um, and some of these places, not intentionally, but because again, there's only a limited amount of funds that are being channeled into these hobbies, into these these things at this time, um, and unless there's a reciprocal type of, I guess, funding or money. How do we keep people still with the physical? Because it's not like all those comics, all the ori- like legitimate original prints should be thrown away or burned or what, <laughs> what have you um, because there's still a lot of value that's associated. Old money is a big one too. You know, I had a good conversation with a buddy of mine and we were talking about currency to where once we go crypto and once we go into this, it's like the standard dollar is, it, it won't be devalued, but it just doesn't need to be produced anymore. Why the fuck would we produce coins? So does that deflate? Uh, at at first, I'm sure once that's adopted, it'll probably deflate some of the localized markets as far as currency and value. But long term, does that mean the old dollar significantly goes up in value because you want to physically own it? So if you have a 1937 one dollar bill or a 1957 one dollar bill, and it's in great condition. I would argue that it probably should inflate it, but I don't know because we're not there yet. So, again, so many different crazy ways to think about this and to consider the options and to dive into it that it's it's uh, a mentally pleasing exercise, to, to put it uh, nicely. And it's great to watch uh, and participate in to some degree, and I'm freaking excited for it. So what I would say to to you the the people that are listening to this hey thank you for listening to my 
to my banter. These were all my opinions, a culmination of thoughts, um, uh, conclusions from articles that I've read and videos that I've seen. And it's, again, a fun thing. But I would definitely continue to put the warning out there to watch and monitor where you're spending your money, what you're spending your money on, and uh, ensure you're making conscious and smart decisions. Don't try to ride waves, uh, hype waves. I mean, if if you got the expendable cash, then do what you want and and do you know if it doesn't yield, it doesn't yield. But definitely consider resources and uh, thinking big picture as opposed to small, because this is a humongous picture change. This isn't as this isn't a minute thing, and it's going to impact uh, all of us globally for a very long time. I think that concludes this episode, guys. I uh, enjoyed talking about it. And next week, I'll probably change it up, but maybe we'll come back to it as I see updates or as I consider things. Educate yourself on this stuff, guys, to to some degree. There's millions of resources out there. Um, it, it's just good to know because you will be impacted from it, especially depending on where you're at in the market, what you're doing as far as collections go. Um, it's definitely got my uh, my ear tor- turned toward it, and I will be paying attention as well and sharing it as I as I can. Um, but it is extremely important, and I feel like uh, we all have a place within this new world, this new digital world as it comes. And just think, you know, if we're getting that many more users in and people in digital. What is what what else will come, especially with video games, movies, and everything else to where uh the consistent news shows and the consistent online adoption and everything is turning so fast right now that consumption of media is is insanity. It really is. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. I'm Anthony, I'm your host today. And as always, please take a moment, follow the Culture Jack podcast. If you guys have been following, thank you very much. And take the time to drop us a review. Doesn't matter if you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, whatever it may be, take a moment, drop a review for us. It helps us. We want to continue growing this thing. We want to continue having crazy conversations like this. We also want to keep bringing you the news and covering some of the latest and greatest in uh, video games, movies, uh, cultural changes, technology, and so much more. 